This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching Fanboy. 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 Fanboy, etc. Fanboy Nation. Dot, I assume Tom. Today I have the pleasure of speaking with husband and wife acting duo Ed Bigley Jr. and Rochelle uh, Carson, uh, who are co-starring in the movie Reboot Camp. Uh, I would be remiss not to mention the first movie I ever saw Ed in was Transylvania 65000. And I know Rochelle back uh, when I used to watch Falcon Crest with my parents. So, <laughs> you, you know, we go back a, a long ways with uh, your guys' careers. Thanks for keeping me employed for decades, pal. Yes, <laughs> Thanks for keeping us laughing all these years. I mean, it's not as Thank if you're you strangers to, uh, to the mockumentary. I mean, uh, you know, Mighty Wind was absolutely phenomenal. I'll still watch that and best in show and everything else that's out there so bless you rc right Um, you do have a habit of being in those mockumentaries don't you (laughs) i've done a few yeah that's right uh reboot camp is another mockumentary i think this one's uh on par with those uh chris guest ones and uh evo reza is the writer and director of this one Uh, how did this project come about for you and you know the concept of a self-help guru that starts a cult to prove how dangerous cults are, eventually becoming a cult leader himself. I got to credit my wife, Rochelle, found the project, involved me in the project, so she did all the heavy lifting. I just kind of showed up. I learned my lines and showed up. It's how I get jobs. I go, oh, you want it? What's in it for me? What's in it for me? So that's how it works. not bashful. Nope. I was like, "Uh, if you want him, I don't know. There's got to be a part for me. She's learned to come out of her shell. <laughs> I was going to say, you sound like an agent. You're taking 10% off the top. I wish I had 10%. Are you kidding? <laughs> At least I get a job. It's uh, Yeah, and then I don't have to pay to be in. So I didn't have to pay to be in this one. That was good. Yeah. But th- this was a very fun movie. I mean, David Lipper going from Seymour to Gordon and putting on that French-Canadian accent. Uh, you two have but She did of- quite well, right? She yeah, did very well. I think he said that, well, he's originally from Canada, so he was so used to that accent growing up that it was easy for him to put on. Yeah. But uh, you two have some very interesting scenes together, um, <laughs> especially in the group hug where, and this is the only spoiler that I will give, uh, Ed mentions that uh, he's uncomfortable because Seymour's character has an erection through the oh, group hug. Right. I thought that was one of the best mo- moments in the movie, actually. <laughs> It's very funny. Your husband being sodomized or the fact yeah, that the I line came out? It's uncomfortable in my personal life when she involves me with a third party and yeah. someone has an erection. It's always uncomfortable. No figure. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, some of your lines and just the deadpan delivery with, with this going on. I know being in the arts and being in LA, we often have, uh, you know, new religions popping up once every three and a half hours. So what were some of the more interesting or unusual uh, spiritual awakenings that you had been invited to over the years before even being a part of Reboot Camp? People tried to recruit me into Scientology fairly early in the game. By that, I mean about 1970 or 71. I was resistant to it. There was also, I think, something called Nishun Shoshu Buddhism, which was a Namyaho Rinkyo crowd. I did Someone that. tried to involve Remember that, honey? I, used, I did that for a minute. Yeah, somebody tried to involve me in that. So there was a lot of different cults of different stripes and varieties that, you know, were around in L.A. when I was a young man, and I, I dodged a few bullets, is all I'll say. Yeah. 
Hey, I'm all for cults if they work. You know, if they make your life better and they're not affecting and hurting anyone else, okay, that's fine. It's your business. But when they start, you know, when you can't get out and you have to, when they, you know, hunt you down and stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, they start mixing up some Kool-Aiders when you should yeah. probably be a little cautious. Yeah. yeah, we've seen those Jim Jones documentaries and uh, I'm originally from San Francisco, so I, I remember uh, hearing those stories growing up about the guy. Yeah. Yeah. When, uh, you know, when you sit there and there's a lot of ad living going on here and, and there's some freedom to play, uh, but it, it's difficult when the writer is the director. Uh, how married to the page could, could the director be if he's written the script and how easily, easily was Evo influenced by allowing the cast to ad lib? His lines were very good. I thought Rochelle, you weigh in too, but yeah, I didn't feel the need to do much different than what was on the page. He wrote some good stuff. Not a f- couple of ads, but not much. For most part, I just wanted to service him, you know. I mean, not, okay, take that back. <laughs> you know what I mean. And just not even a crack and a smile there. Okay. Totally different cult. Yeah, different cult. <laughs> the current cult, Nexium, I think that one's the one that's going on right now. Yeah, whew, that was, uh, that was rough. At least nobody was branded in this one. Yeah, no one, not, not yet. Yeah. Branded whatever, we don't know, but yeah, not yet. Well, you never know, you know, David could actually turn the documentary into a, uh, a real legitimate cult and then see what happens from there for the sequel. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, 501c3, uh, C being for cult, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, Chaz Bono's in, in the film and I didn't recognize Chaz till the credits ran, realizing the transformation that Chaz, Chaz has fully gone through. And Chaz's acting levels are beyond what I expected, even though that Sonny and Cher are Chaz's parents. Well, I was shocked. I didn't know he was an actor. I really didn't. I was. Yeah, very impressive. I was very impressed. I've known his mom since forever, since 1970, 69, actually. She and Sonny, they were still together at the, at the time. They came to Don Drysdale's dugout in Van Nuys for New Year's Eve with Deacon Jones and, uh, I was part of the uh, New Year's Eve band that was playing there. So I got to uh, let Deacon Jones sit in on drums and play music and hang with Sonny and Cher as we moved into 1970. So that, that goes back a, a few years. I've seen her many times since. She's a wonderful lady. I, I really like her a lot. Yeah. Well, Rachel, I mean, your your character puts Ed through Ed's character, John, through the ringer. Um, t- take us through how this story develops and and just the lunacy for Myra in trying to convince John that not only is he kind of the problem, but he should be more open and receptive to get out of his comfort zone. Well, not a lot of acting there is all I'll say from either end. Go I, ahead, Rochelle. Tim, art in Tim, it, it, what's it called? Art imitating life or life imitating art? You know, I'm dyslexic. I can't figure that one out. I think and, you just proved that, honey. I, yeah. Okay. There you are. But having said that, um, yeah, I think it usually is incumbent upon the woman to sort of, uh, the emotional, um, expansion of a, a relationship. Don't, wouldn't you say, honey? <laughs> so oh, yeah. in this, Whatever you say, sweetheart. Myra's the one that's, it's wanting them to go to this, to sort of open up, to expand their marriage. And, and, um, and I think so in this, in doing so, she sort of falls for, um, David, you know, um, uh, whatever his name is. What's the cult leader's name? I mean, Gordon. What is it again? Gordon. Gordon. 
Yeah, or Gordon is how no, he's going there were So many projects since then that I just can't keep them all straight. Sorry. Yeah. All right. But falls for Gordon. But I, unfortunately, they didn't follow that Myra story. And I think Myra's story, if there's going to be a sequel, is it's her story. Okay. So there you are. Don't you, honey? Yes. Thank you. Oh, yeah. We'll build a whole project around you. Yeah, well, why not? It's the age of the older woman. Or slightly older. Okay. Older. Let the record show the defendant was silent at this point in the testimony. <laughs> Everybody wants to see older women on film. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, David had to, had taken us through that the shoot was really only like twelve days total for the for the <laughs> it was film. So fast. I mean, literally, if you didn't get it right in one take, you were that's it. Okay, all right. Yeah, it was next. Fast. Next. Good enough. <laughs> it's called good enough. Let's move on. <laughs> Well, the yeah. movie is more than good enough. It's quite hysterical. And to find out that it, you know, it had such a limited budget and then a 12 day shoot. And now the reception at the Austin Film Festival ha- has been quite well, where we can still watch it for the next few days until the end of the festival. Um, were you a part of the Q and A on the world premiere this past Friday or was it, um, you know, something that, that you didn't get a chance to take part in? And what has your your reception been from the fans that were able to see it so far in Austin? I haven't seen it yet myself. I wasn't part of the Q&A on Friday. I was traveling up to uh, Portland for my grandson's birthday, so I missed all that. But I'm looking forward to hearing from people who've seen it, and I hope they like it. We certainly had fun doing it. And David's wonderful, so no, for that alone, I hope he does well. Exactly. And, and I've had friends see it and, you know, they, they say it's very funny and very accurate. I mean, it's what, it's sort of what's going on right now. It's certainly in the headlines. So, you know. Uh, since you had those, uh, you know, people attempting to drag you into their spiritual awakenings or their various, uh, new age religions, um, and you, you know, you've seen it go out throughout the years. What would your recommendation for someone that's seeking spirituality be? Uh, would you uh, suggest a more traditional route in, say, the Abrahamic religions? Would you suggest Eastern religions or to just give this New Age thing a try without losing all their finances? I would recommend people would read some Alan Watts, a very enlightened man by the name of Alan Watts. And a good book to start with is This Is It. And what it's about, I can explain very briefly. This is it right now, this second between you and I and Rochelle is all that's really going on not happening later. It wasn't really happening before. We remember it. It did, of course, happen. But all that's happening is right now. Again, here it comes, this one. This is it. And uh, it's a very good book that helps you get there to being in the moment, if you will, in the now, if you will, uh, being present. It's a good way to live. Well, it's a good way to live. It doesn't offer a lot of comfort, necessarily. I think that that's why people are drawn to religion or cults or whatever. They want comfort. They want to know that everything's going to be okay. And this being in the moment, you know, if, you know, if you're still alive, I guess there's hope, but there are other places to get more comfort. I think, I mean, the Abrahamic religions are one place. I think that that is a little more dogmatic. And I think there's a tendency, there's a trend to go away from that culturally, you know, um, to be a little more, I'm okay. You're okay. You know, more accepting, less, less rules. Um, but I do, I do believe their spirituality can um, help people, especially in a time like this. We don't know what's going on. One, we have to live in the moment. Yeah, it's completely right. But two, we want to know that there's some bigger plan going on, or like, like at least it's a comforting feeling to think so. So, 
Well, before I forget, happy birthday to your grandson, Ed. Thank you for that, Arsene. And uh, he's seventeen. Wow. Okay. So he he's almost a man at this point. Yeah. Uh, now I'm feeling old, but uh, with with the film itself, you know, you sit there and these characters, and then Jaw rules in the movie, which, which threw me for a loop for a second there. I didn't expect to see Jaw in the film, um, you know. And then the the couple of twists that go in there that I can't give in the in the third act, uh, you have to sit there. What like, and you men and you mentioned that it was a quick shoot and you had to get it one and done. But was there a specific joke that just kept you laughing that you got to, that, or you had to at least take more than one take for? Because the line was just so funny for you? Ed? You go first, Rochelle. <laughs> Working with Rochelle is always a treat. I'll be quite sincere now. She's always very funny and very present. So she has the ability to crack me up. Yeah. I mean, between us, that was, oh, we had, we did a little bit of improving. I would do, there's a scene where we're on a very chartreuse pink, it's a pink, hot pink couch. That was our first thing we did. We shot. And so there was a little bit of improving in that and it was quite funny. So just to sort of get through it, we have to sort of warm up because, you know, we're, we're, um, we do this all day long. This is who we are. We talk to each other like we do in the film. This is who we are. Right, honey? I don't think you say, sweetie. <laughs> so long as there aren't too many uh, group hugs going uh, going about, shall we say? That was exactly. A, that was the fun part. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it was a great precursor to, to future events in the film, and you know, it, it was a nice little uh, throwback joke, uh, you know, before the credits ran and everything. So obviously, you're having fun together. It shows that you're very caring for each other. Uh, it was also smart that you decided to sit in separate rooms from each other at this point. So you know, we can feel the love. That's why we're still together after all these years. Separate <laughs> rooms. Is that what it is? Is that, is that the, the key to a happy relationship? Yep. <laughs> yeah. you know, and then she leaves you alone during the Dodgers World Series games at this point, and you're good yeah, to go. Exactly. He leaves me alone. during. He knows nothing about any kind of... I'll watch the Dodgers. This is exciting that they're in the World Series. Honey, it's a baseball team. We actually, you know, the smaller ball, not the big ball, but the small one. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up for everyone, honey. <laughs> All right, Rochelle, what's your prediction then? Do- Dodgers and six or Dodgers and seven? Why not six? Right. Let's just go for six. All I right. mean, it'd be fun if it was seven, it'd give us something to do since we're just home watching television. <laughs> get, get them to throw the game for better betting odds for game seven and gives us an extra couple of days to enjoy the series. I even forgot there was a series. I see it in the newspaper. I see, oh, they're still playing. Oh, there you are. <laughs> but I'm happy that they're winning today. They're up three to two, so we'll see if it's going to be game game six that closes it or game seven that's going to put everybody on the edge of their seat. Since we're in L.A. or at least Southern California and have to mention what's going on locally. Exactly. Between the Flyers and the World Series. <laughs> It's not dull. There you go. Um, before I let you go, you know, you people have access to the Austin Film Festival to be able to see the film, film there. Later on, it's going to be released on VOD and possibly DVD. Um, you know, we're still in the middle of this thing. Uh, let's say we're headed towards Game 7, so people that aren't watching the World Series or have passed Game 6 in the World Series have something to do while they wait or just want to avoid sports altogether, why do they need to check out Reboot Camp? 
you will take it. For my money, it's funny and charming, and uh, David's wonderful at it. Everybody's very good at it. It's a, I haven't seen the film yet, but I remember being on set, and I expected to be every bit as good as I experienced you know, on the, on the, st- on the set, it was very, very nice. Yeah. I think that it's timely. It's what's going on currently in our culture, you know, and, uh, there's a lot of funny people in it. It really, he really, they really assembled a very funny cast. And, you know, and it's a, 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 um, a warning. <laughs> it's a, it's a interesting, a cautionary know, tale, right, honey? That is what, see, we work as a team, I tell you. He knew what I was thinking, and I couldn't say it. I gave him an opportunity to say it, and he did. Well, so, luckily, she is. well yeah. luckily, satire helps us with uh, with these things at times, especially humor will uh, will be our greatest teacher more often than not. Absolutely. Um, if you are on social media, because a lot of people seem to be avoiding it these days, especially for the next couple of weeks with what's going on in the United States, uh, where could we find you if we want to connect? At Ed Begley Jr. for Junior, at E-D-B-E-G-L-E-Y-J-R. Just look up Twitter, Ed Begley, it'll, you'll get it if you do that kind of a search. God, I wish I did Twitter. I don't do tweet, I don't tweet, but I do do Facebook, believe it or not. Yes, I'm old. What can I say? I just like my friends from high school. <laughs> so it's Rochelle Carson, Facebook, or Rochelle C. Begley uh, on Instagram. Perfect. Ed Bailey Jr., Rochelle Carlson, Reboot Camp, still showing right now at the Austin Film Festival. You can get your digital tickets now. Uh, check it out. It's one of the funniest movies I've seen all year. I love these mockumentary styles, and this is definitely on par with anything that Chris Guest has put out. Uh, Ed can attest to those because he's been in most of them. He has indeed. Well, thank, <laughs> thank you for having us on, RC. Very nice. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Please see it. It's funny.